Hey guys, it's Gilmy again. How's everybody doing? I'm hoping you had a fantastic Christmas. And with New Year's come coming up, hope everybody has a fantastic time there. I have an amazing guest to put today, guys. Ian Rayburn, he is putting out a movie called Deathmatch Dad. And it was a great time just talking to the guy. Uh, really cool dude. Big fan of Deathmatch Wrestling like myself. And it was just really fun to just talk about it and to find out about his uh, project that he's uh, he's putting on it was a really fun chat just talking wrestling and talking about introducing deathmatch wrestling to people who have no idea what it is and it's just really really fun fun to fun to do and yeah just want to say thanks for for coming back guys one i had a wonderful holidays lots of family lots of uh, friends lots of visiting uh, people and just had had a blast just want to say thank you to my advertisers go check out solid designs on instagram to if you need anything done for any business any artwork any project go check out hayden at solid designs fantastic artist there if you want to get your house smelling a little bit a little, little bit better i'm not saying it stinks but i got a dog i got a cat and i got four kids i'm thankful for my 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 sensi df df users right right now i think i got the uh the coffee house which is really nice just because i love the smell of air coffee there and go check out tabby lynn's sensi sensi page on facebook wonderful wonderful site there and tell Gilmi, uh, Gilmi sent you. Uh, check out Bats in the Belfry Art on Instagram because it's one of my favorite pages. She's eventually going to be 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 taking commissions again, so keep an eye out. Follow her uh, page, guys. We all have 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 Instagram. Go check out Bats in the Belfry Art. And the big sponsor, the one that keeps the uh, keeps the lights on here. Go check out theloveshop.com, guys. Grab your partner. Go go check out the uh, out those sites because it is really fun. Just even looking at looking at everything and who knows you might actually pick something up as a, a well. And well, here's here's Ian guys. Hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did re recording it because I had a blast blast with this guy and it was so much fun just talking talking wrestling talking deathmatch stuff. Learned about Indiegogo and. Yeah, why why would I give it all here, all all away there, guys? Hopefully you enjoy it as much as I did. Thanks. Good morning, good evening, good night. Hey guys, how's it going again? This is Justin again, aka Gilmy on Gilmy Talks, and I have a fantastic guest today, a very interesting fellow. I have Ian Rayburn, aka Blade, as he star starring in his his latest indie indie film, Deathmatch Dad. Which I'm actually really, really interested in, and I can't wait to see the whole thing. Some, some of you, some of the listeners probably know about it from Macabre Arts Professional Wrestling, which was a was a great show, which I tried to go to, but AKA life, um, anything outside London for me is very, very difficult to to go out and go 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 see sometimes. So, uh, Ian, how's it how's the day going, man? Um, it's great, man. This is um. This is awesome doing this in the morning. As I said, I've done some podcasts before, but um, I have never done them this early, and that's not because I wouldn't. I didn't want to. I think the people doing the podcasts were very much evening and night people. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. This is great to start the day like talking about yourself with like a cool dude, man. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thanks for uh, for coming on because it's uh, absolutely. Hey, podcasts are just uh, fun. Uh, first question. Um, oh, I like to ask, how 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 did you get the? Okay, let me change it up a little bit. How did you? How do, I normally ask the spark for for wrestling and that. How how did you get bitten by the uh, the acting air bug? Um. Oh wow. Um. Oh man. Well, the cheesiest answer really is it bit me from birth. I mean. 
um, my all my parents was always really artistic. My grandpa was a photographer and a jazz pianist, and my dad was a piano player as well and a uh, photographer. So there's a lot of pictures and videos of me over the years as like a child just doing like dances and like monologues to the camera and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of like as long as I can remember, I was always just performing in some ways whether it was like anybody who would look at me and talk to me to like actually doing theater and like some like children's musical theater and stuff like that. And then when I got older and I got into movies, then that changed my whole life because I was like, Oh, these are the best things ever. Action movies, horror movies, comedies, you know, I'm watching ghostbusters and aliens and jaws. And it's like, this is the craziest stuff ever that I, you know, I didn't know I wanted to do it or, it was just like, this changed everything. And then I started watching professional wrestling. And then that changed everything because the live aspect, right? So it was, takes me back to like the theater stuff. So it's, it's, I don't know if there was one particular thing that was like, oh, I want to do it because of that. I was always just kind of doing it. And as I got older and more mature, it kind of matured as well into where it is at now where I do it professionally. How I love to describe wrestling to people, it's a live stunt show with yeah. uh, with a soap opera aspect. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's just a great way to put it. Oh, yeah, because I, yeah. Well, I've, I've talked to many, many wrestlers, and it's like, in a live environment, you get one take. You don't get... Yeah, man. You, you can't go back and do 20, 20 no. kicks or 20 punches. Like, And I'm not saying that stunt guys are... No, because in movies you got to nope. get it perfect. Every yep. single, you got to get the best possible shot you, well you can. Pardon me. Oh, sorry, man. I've 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 honestly been up since five a.m. thirty. That's just <laughs> craziness, though. That is crazy. Yeah. So mad respect to you on that. Yeah, it's Enjoy uh, your coffee. <laughs> hey, uh, honestly, it's already done. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, drink number two. There it is. Did you just get get into wrestling as, as a as a kid? Was it your your parents watching it, your grandparent, or just channel surfing one day and you're like, what the hell is this? Yeah, um, uh, like I I do remember now being such a fan of it and knowing the history of, of all the wrestling. I do remember my dad would watch it in the late '80s, like '89, '90, and I would remember seeing you know Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and. And being like, okay, like I, this is like a show, like I get it. But I didn't really get into it until um, I had a friend. Because I because of the movie now, I've really been thinking about wrestling a lot. I actually had a friend in like grade school, in like grade one to three, in and around there. And he loved wrestling. And so he would rent all the Coliseum videotapes from uh, the, Ro- uh, the Rogers video near us. And so when I would go to his house and hang out with him, we would just be watching like Royal Rumble 92 and like WrestleMania 3. And, and just I would just sit there and watch it. And I was like, oh, these are the guys. But at the time, it was in the 90s. So then I started watching Raw on TV and WCW. So that for some reason it was like easier for me to watch and I don't know if it was on earlier or and but I, I wasn't allowed to watch it I got in trouble a lot I had to like sneak watch it as a kid um, and then like 95 96 I was like just allowed to watch it I guess I don't know and then it just started and then the attitude era started right after that and that was like as like a budding teenager going into the late 90s 2000s it was just like the best time to watch movies and watch wrestling and the storylines the blood the you know dx stone cold mankind the raw it was just like too much for me and then i just i was hooked like for life i actually stopped all acting even thinking about that and it was just like i'm just a wrestling fan now and that's like all i did oh yeah the magazines tape trading the posters everything like everything you know that that kind of leads me into my next question how did 
when did you watch your first quote unquote deathmatch, hard hardcore match? And yeah. it's kind of a big um, big umbrella where what deathmatch is is yeah. now because a deathmatch, then there's hardcore, then there's yeah. so many different stipulation matches because yeah. some yeah. people say ladder matches and table matches are hardcore, but they're not deathmatch, yeah. and there's just I just think I just think it's all good. I personally enjoy it. Uh, I'm a big fan of our. Personally, I'm a big fan of uh, Death Proof when they're putting on yeah. on their shows in or Toronto. Gen, gen, yeah. January first, people. <laughs> the dog. Yep. Uh, I think what did he announce? He's doing like a hundred cheese grater match or something. Yes. Uh, very, like, very, crazy. very good friend of 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 the show Warhead is. Yeah, Warhead. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, uh, so, uh, Doing a hundred cheese greater match, and Crazy. that's, and I think it's against the winner of the yeah. of the VIP yeah. match, the six person roulette match. So you get to win and then go into a cheese greater match. And, Crazy. Hey, I got my my VIP ticket, so you guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, if 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 you are there, come come on up and say hi. Don't yeah. you, do not steal my chair, or else I will. I will, I will, I will sit on your lap. It will get weird. Um, I'm just telling you now. But, <laughs> but when, when did you first uh, see death? death yeah. Um. Death I match. so I, uh, I I got into ECW with like later on. So I didn't want. So a lot of people like got into hardcore wrestling and then deathmatch wrestling through ECW. I love ECW and I did watch it, but that wasn't until the 2000s. I think when it was on TNN is when I started watching yeah, ECW. Um, but it was in it was uh, uh, it's this is not a death match per se, but it was uh, Mankind and Shawn Michaels at Mind Games, and I remember I watched that match and I was like, "This is crazy!" They did the super kick with the chair, they did table stuff, he took concrete bumps, and I was just like, "Wow, this is all for real! This is awesome!" So then I started liking Mankind. Then King of the Ring happened, and he got threw off the cage in a Hell in a Cell. And I was like, then they used the thumbtacks, and I was like, okay, this is all I want to do. Like, I would find fences and be like, how can I get thrown off fences around my school? Like, just crazy nonsense. Um, and then through researching Mankind, uh, I found out that he also was, like, another wrestler called Cactus Jack, who had a huge history of violent matches and uh, so I ordered off of eBay because I was a big tape trader, the best of Cactus Jack tape. So it had all these ECW matches, barbed wire matches, and it had one Japanese death match. And then I messaged the guy who gave me that tape like a couple months later, and I said, do you have anything else? And he said, oh, I have the IWA King of the Deathmatch tournament. And... The Cactus Jack tape I had, like the ECW barbed wire matches they had, like you could say that a barbed wire match is kind of a death match, but they were just more like violent brawls. But when I watched uh, him and Terry Funk at the IWA King of the Death Match, I would say probably that was the first really extreme death match that I watched. And then that was it. The same deal. And then it was like, okay, buying FMW tapes, Big Japan tapes, uh, more IWA tapes, then IWA Mid-South. Then I found out about CZW and then my life just changed. So I was like, uh, ultra violence and deathmatch and i was like oh this is all real because a lot of the japan stuff that i watched while well, it was really great a lot of it was kind of like uh, gimmicks a little yeah. i don't want to say silly but kind of gimmicks like piranha death matches mm -hmm. and like the you exploding. know the exploding rings yeah like it's cool but yeah it, you know like they're not really exploding and i would you know i like onita and i would watch that stuff but i would be like when the countdown came, I kind of knew, but then I would watch CZW and the light tubes and everything. And I was like, Oh, these guys are really like, they're really hitting each other with this stuff. Like this is insane. But it wasn't just like smash, smash, brawl, brawl. It was like athletic guys who could tell a story and wrestle just doing this like ultra violent stuff. So then that's kind of the trajectory into pretty much everything deathmatch I could find and watch. I would do it. Yeah. Just like, uh, myself, I think it, like I knew about Cactus Jack and I saw a couple things, but mm -hmm. the guy who really hooked me into Deathmatch and hardcore wrestling was Sick Nick Mondo. It's my man, dude. Look yeah. right here. Oh, uh, 
Because it is, bro. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, yeah, so that's a picture I took at TOD1. I was there live. I went to oh, wow. see it. That's the 200 light tube death match uh, with him and wife beater where he takes the weed whacker. Yep. Saw it live in front row. Insane. Uh, yeah. He, he is the biggest inspiration on me as a wrestler, on me as deathmatch wrestler, filmmaker, great guy. Like, a, yeah, very proud of his success. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. love love that he's working backstage at, at AEW now. AEW, like, and, isn't that crazy? Oh, man. And that match, Omega versus Moxley, I did not expect any of it. Yeah. I didn't think they would do, uh, like, friggin' spiderweb and this and that. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and some the bare board, like when they took the canvas off. Yep, and they just had the board, and he did a phoenix splash on the wood. Like, yeah, wrestling rings are stiff, man. Like, have you ever oh, yeah. been? You've been in a ring, right? Like, I've taken one bump in my entire yeah. life. Fantastic. It there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I did, I didn't tuck my chin. Cause, oh, you hit your head. Oh, I was eight. God, I was eighteen, nineteen, young guy. I'm like, oh, I've been watching this. I took one in my life, and I'm like, mm-hmm. nope, not for me. I have many friends who are, are wrestlers. I my my co-host of the podcast wrestles regularly, and it's just mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah. And I can yeah, yeah, yeah. I can fully admit that, and yeah. I can say I've taken one bump, and I'm like pretty sure I knocked myself a little silly with that because. I didn't know what it was doing. It was a different time in the business. People weren't making sure you were safe in the ring. You just said, okay, just fall back. Okay. And, yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 90s were a different time than now. (laughs) Yeah, I can't even imagine. Because I trained in the 2000s, so I can't even imagine, yeah. No, it was, uh, I saw a poster, and I'm like, uh, me and a buddy just went and tried out. He stuck with it for a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I'm just like, once and done. Like, I'm six foot two, I was in good shape, so the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, Uh, I had no idea. Now I know, hey, six foot two guy walking in, he's in decent shape, has has a decent look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give him a a shot. I, yeah. Just no. It's uh, I, and let's just transition into putting on a res- a wrestling show, Macabre Arts Pro yep. Pro Wrestling. I got the list. Yep. I got the list right here. It's um, you didn't get slouches for this show. You got some of the best talent in Ontario indie. Uh, yeah, thank you. We really tried. Uh, I um, I worked uh, very closely with uh, my great friend Rip Impact. Hamilton's own high-risk hero, uh, and because I haven't been in the wrestling industry, you know, I, I stopped wrestling like like nine, ten years ago, something like that, you know. So while I still am a huge fan, like I'm not a performer anymore. Um, so coming back into the movie, uh, and you know, and you had said something earlier, um, which I really liked when you were talking about pro wrestling. You know, it's live; it is a one take, um, and you don't redo it. So, uh, so in this movie that um, that I'm working on, I wanted all the scene, the wrestling scenes, to be exactly that. Like I didn't want to fake the wrestling scenes in the movie, um, because I was a wrestler and I'm playing a wrestler, and I wanted to do more death matches. Um, I said to myself, "No, I'm going to train, and we're going to put on a legitimate show, and then film the show and use it in the movie. I don't want it to fake any of the of the." The wrestling scenes and do it over and over i want it to just be a real show um so yeah we we put on like a legit uh a legit show i made up a, a company and um i just wanted to put on a show that i would have wanted to watch you know what i mean that's why i liked you know ccw in the 2000s so much because it was just like they had everything high-flying technical spots and then ultra violence, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is pretty great." So when we booked the show, I wanted to get like people that I liked, and then uh, I didn't know a lot of the wrestlers, so that was great, kind of reaching out and meeting them, and um, and we wanted to have like an exciting show. Also, to be honest, and you're a local fan, there isn't really a lot of like that level of what we did deathmatch in Ontario, like at all. Right. So I didn't want to like have. And there's a lot of family-friendly wrestling around here, so I didn't want to have like 
a, a regular family-friendly wrestling show, and then the main event is like an extreme death match. And because people walked out uh, at at the show during the death match, I guess like local fans who wanted to come watch who who like didn't realize, and we start hitting each other with light tubes, and they're like, "I'm out, I'm out of here." Like that's too it's much not, for me. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. And no, so yeah. I I I truly un- understand that it's a. Mm. Because I'm a little bit of a sick fuck, and I like to see people <laughs> people people get hurt. Because <laughs> yeah. it is, you know. Um, and I love hardcore wrestling fans. I love yeah. deathmatch fans. They're an interesting yeah. breed, and every single one of them yeah. has a story about yeah. oh why they yeah. like it. And in 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 including myself, like um. I got abs like I loved Sick Nick Mondo and I loved watching CZW, but yep. the moment I got hooked was mm-hmm. uh, Hardcore Road Trip One, which was in yep. which was in uh, London, not not the second one, um, <laughs> but I met all the Death Proof guys and the Hardcore guys and one I just walk up at the end and just say hey these ECW guys are great but. I'm here to see you guys, and there was a member of that crew who actually dragged me around and introduced me to every single Death Proof performer that day, like, and every single one, like, I got photos and moments and time they were talking to me, and the moment I got hooked was, like, the show was over, the six-man barbed wire match was there, (laughs) I broke every single wrestling rule. Knowing that I did this, don't do this if you are listening to this show. I saw Warhead on his back just rolling around in in the ring. So what I did was walk up, I grabbed the barbed wire, I lift it up for him to get, get out of the ring because he couldn't do anything. Once again, I broke every single rule as a fan, don't yeah. do that. And so... But you used your better judgment to help him. Yeah. Because he was hurt. He was because like, barbed wire is messy. Like, yeah. Yes. 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 And he was. He had. Uh, it was an amazing match. Mm-hmm. Still love it. Love it to this day. It was a. It mm-hmm. was a clusterfuck of of a match too, yep. as oh, barbed yeah. barb wire matches are. So I hold hold the rope up. He has the uh, a title belt. I'm. He puts himself over my shoulder because I'm not a little dude, and I just help him to the back, and then we stop and lift the barbed wire for the other guy who's 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 in in the ring. Then he gives me the title belt that he just won to carry to to the back because he says this thing's fucking fucking heavy. <laughs> um, and he's like, okay, put it up, scream, and I just and I scream death proof while walking him to the back and hand him back and hand, wow. hand the title back. No video evidence, no photos, no nothing. But you experienced it. Uh, and I'm with a buddy of mine who's just standing there, jaw, jaw agape, just looking at me going, if you would have told me that just happened, I would call you a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. It was – so I, I broke every single rule as a fan right there. Also, I – As you should be during oh, yeah. a hardcore show. Yeah. But you know what? It's also like – and I – you know, like I agree with that. Yes, like – you know, fans stay out of the rings that, you know, but at the same time you used your better judgment and it did work out. And what a moment, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like an experience. Like, again, I love deathmatch wrestling and with the movie, I've been talking a lot about it and to people who like yourself know about it and we can talk. But I also talk to a lot of people in like the entertainment industry who have no concept. They don't even know wrestling. So then you introduce the idea of like heavy, like real violence. They're like, you bleed for real. Why? You know you can fake that. This is like you're you're making a movie. They have special effects, blah blah blah. You know, and I'm like, yeah, it's it's very hard to explain. Um, but that is that is a great moment. I've never heard anyone articulate it like that about the moment you had, which helped kind of instill the love of this genre. So that's yeah. really cool, man. That's a really cool oh, story. Yeah. And I've met so many people through throughout it. Like some of the big names, like Necro Butcher, Masada. Yeah. Um, uh god those are two of the big ones like casanova yeah. valentine joe Attell, awesome. um just amazing guys who have done a lot of this deathmatch over the years yeah. and they're are the most articulate yeah. nice guys on yeah. the planet the like, craziest dudes then they're so yeah. kind <laughs> yeah. yeah 
like um what was it uh i bought i bought masada a beer and then necro comes up and he's like how come you bought him a him a beer i've been i've been i've been doing this longer so necro butcher is talking to me and i'm just like kind of geeking out how i have masada on one side yeah, dude. <laughs> Necro on the other side, and I'm like, I will buy you a Corona. I don't care. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. So wow. that was a and 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 interesting time. It just those little moments you can't pay for them. Well, and, that's it. That's beautiful, you know. Like, and and as a as a director, as a filmmaker, it's like when we're making stuff, it's those moments I look for. You know, we like the happy accidents where you don't plan it. And it just happens, and you just you're there to capture it. And to me, like that's some of the best stuff. I want that in everything that I do, even as a wrestler, you know. And sometimes you plan something, and you go out there, and it doesn't work, or the crowd is different, and so you go, okay, well, we have to change gears. And and sometimes it doesn't work out. Other times, like the you know the show we put on, I mean, top to bottom, nobody got hurt, everything worked out. Uh, you know, I was like, you couldn't have planned for that better. Uh, and it just we just went with it, and it and it all worked out, you know. Yeah, because okay, I got the card right here. Let's go from the bottom. Okay, you had Rip Impact, an Ontario staple, one of the top top trainers in this province, yep. wrestling yep. on the show. I'm not sure who he wrestled because I'm looking at a question mark there. Yeah, so he uh, wrestled uh, Lionel Knight, oh, and then cool. um, Alessandro Del Bruno. It turned into a three way. All right, that dude, it that, was killer, man. That it would was be killer. an amazing match. Then you oh, got yes. Chris Logan versus Evan Greenway. Uh, Crazy. And Evan Greenway is in about two years. He's going to be a name, yeah. name, I think. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm huge it's, fans of both of them, and yeah. See, they love their matches. Oh yeah. And he was actually on the charity show I ran, so thank you. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, he yeah, was great, he was, and they he went was, crazy. They did. I would say they did a straight-up hardcore match. Yeah, and fans know the difference between hardcore and yeah and deathmatch. I'm so, not saying, like, oh, well, we, we did a deathmatch, so we were better. No. no way. They kicked each other's asses. It was awesome. Yeah. They used Lego and graders and pile-driving through chairs. Dude, it was wild, yeah. And, and the ladder match with uh, Airstrike <laughs> versus Fight, yeah. fight or Fighters Flight. Look- Fight, fight or Flight is one of the best tag teams, not only in this province. I would say Canada, yeah. North America, Great. right now. So good. Those yeah. two guys work so well together. Yeah. And then. The greatest singles as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I. They're both two two very talented dudes, and you got Airstrike. Yeah. Probably, uh, Tyler is going to. Tyler will will probably mention send me a comment about this because he hates it when I uh, say this. But probably the most up-and-coming tag team in Ontario yeah. right now. Yeah. I would put them and Empire as a two. Yeah. In a few years, those are going to be the two big tag teams that we yeah. see all over North American indie. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. what I'm saying right now. Then you had Justin Sane versus Corey Corey Stone. Justin yeah. Sane is a wrestling beast. He's um, a, he's the, and so nice. Oh, uh, yeah. I had not met him before. And so he was a guy that I met through um, the wrestling community now, yeah. and the nicest guy and an absolute beast. You're right. Yep. And a great wrestler, very entertaining. Yeah. And then uh, former, I think he was HPW champion at the uh, time, Corey 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 Stone. Corey Stone, bro. Another yeah. another huge up and up and up huge, and that comer right there. And he and plays. And he's been wrestling that long. Like yeah. I thought. I thought he was like a 15-year pro, man. Like you know. I think he's only been two or three years, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. like under five years. It's crazy. Oh yeah. 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 And then two of the probably the two best female talent in the province you get on yep. your show. I don't yep. know how you pulled this one up. Uh, Jody Threat versus yep. Beautiful Bea. Yep. Well, you know how I I, I just asked, man. You know. <laughs> I asked oh, and yeah. hoped for the best. Yep. And, uh, because awesome. Jody, big fans of both uh, of them. Yeah, I was just a fan of both of them, and I yeah. thought, why not? I'll try. Oh, they yeah. don't know who I am, and and it actually worked out, and it's great. They're both incredible and huge talents. And uh, Jody just wrestled Kylie Ray at yep. Alpha One. Oh, huge, yeah. you know. Uh, shout um, out to her, like. And she's yeah. she's had a WWE tryout, and yeah, man, and yep. she is. Honestly, uh, I saw her versus Josh Alexander live. 
Yeah. That was probably one of the hardest hitting matches I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh yes, and she takes it. I'm a huge fan, it. huge fan of the inter the intergender wrestling right yet. Yeah. Right now. If yep. it's if it's done right. If, yes. If it's just a dude coming out smacking a girl around, no, nobody yeah. wants to see that. And that's yep. what everybody thinks intergender is. But it's a legitimate athletic competition between mm-hmm. two athletes, not male mm-hmm. versus female. It's two nope. athletes doing what nope. they do best. Yeah. And beautiful Bea, probably one of the nicest people in the entire yeah. province. Not just She's not so just funny. not just not just wrestling. Probably no. one of the nicest people in the entire entire province. Who yeah, will who will eventually come on my show because it just timing never works out. But yeah. <laughs> and then yourself uh blade versus scotty o'shea and best, bro. and it's just so hard not to call him hacker i don't know <laughs> i called him hacker too oh yeah he had that keyboard he hit me with the keyboard it was an honor it was awesome yep and the little <laughs> the little the little buttons going flying every every they part, went flying everywhere. a lot of stuff was flying that night you know <laughs> yep <laughs> oh yeah because he's and he when i heard that Scotty O'Shea was doing a death match. Yes. I thought I heard wrong. Yeah. Because he's like he is a veteran on the Ontario scene. He's been yep. done so many types of matches, and then I yep. hear hear through the the as you know, word goes through yep. through people in this little co community, and I just hear no, can't possibly be happening. That's not that's. That's that's not his uh, his uh, gig, and then I'm I I see the see the graphic and like still not really believing it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's and I think then, I think uh, well I think in general people didn't uh, they didn't understand or they didn't expect the style of deathmatch. Like we we definitely did a you know a, like a U.S. indie style deathmatch. Yeah. Like a CCW game changer wrestling style, like that's what I really like watching, um, and so I think yeah, like nobody knows who I am anymore, which is fine. People don't know, uh, you know, Scotty as a deathmatch wrestler, and and deathmatch wrestling doesn't really exist again, like we said around here. As well as I'm not sure if people thought, okay, deathmatch, like they're gonna do some barbed wire or hardcore stuff. Like I had no idea. Um, I definitely heard it when we were in the match, and every time we brought out more light tubes, painted glass, the gusset plates, whatever, you know, people were just like, what the fuck, like, this is, which was great, because we filmed the whole thing, you know, for the movie, um, but uh, he, I, yeah, I had, it really, I, I don't, you know, and he's so good, I, he, it was, I just asked him, and we've been friends for years, and um, when uh, the short film um, that we we made uh, of the feature film we're working on now. We had uh, I've toured it like around film festivals the last like year and a half. And when we got into a festival in LA in September, he just messaged me and he was like, "Oh, that's so amazing! Congratulations! If you need any help on the movie, I'll hold lights, I'll do whatever." And I said, "Well, that's incredible because you know I want to do real wrestling scenes in the movie and." Uh, would you want to wrestle me <laughs> in a death match? I, I mean, again, I just asked, you know, I had yep. no idea. I was also like, I, I, you know, I've started training again with, with rip impact at Hamilton pro wrestling and I'm ready to kind of, what do you think? And he was like, yep. No problem. Just, yeah. That's, um, I couldn't believe it. I was yeah. Like, it was oh one God. of those, uh, one of those things that are just like, all right. And, and he went, bro. He did not oh, hesitate. Yeah. Like he did not hesitate on anything. I pitched some ideas, and he said yes to everything. You know what I mean? Like shout out, like much respect. I mean, he made me look like I hadn't missed a beat. You know what I mean? Just yep. like an incredible performer who really can do all styles because he oh, absolutely yeah. hung at the level of like deathmatch performance that I liked and that I wanted. Oh yeah, yeah because awesome. I've. I've seen him tag wrestle. I've seen him singles yep. wrestle. I've seen him yep. do multi-man matches. I've seen him. Yep. Uh, I've seen him in Smash Alpha, all over the province, and forgetting other other places right now because on on. But he's so busy. 
And Ontario is lucky to have all these great promotions right now. It's oh, really in yeah. really in an indie wrestling boom right. Yeah, man. Right now. That's what people said to me. They were like, the indie fans, the wrestling fans were like, after the show, because before the show, mm-hmm. again, people have no idea. But after the show, you know, I think a lot of people liked it, and um, you know, people had said uh, this is like the best time to make a wrestling promotion, and then like. Film people have said this is the best time to make a movie about wrestling, you know, because it is it is in a huge boom right now. And with that, do you see see yourself putting on a second show? Um, we absolutely are putting on a second show. Um, uh, we are because uh, I need. Uh, there's a sequence in the movie where uh, it's a, we have Blade has another big death match so there will be another uh mapw show um stacked with a crazy death match on it um i don't have dates or anything like that yet because but it will be in 2020 um and so absolutely we're gonna do it again yep 100 awesome. uh kill me talks at well announcement right there <laughs> yes yeah 100 man yeah absolutely oh, yeah. and if you are free i would absolutely recommend you to come out because I think you would really enjoy it. Oh, I would. It just like yeah, yeah. I know, dude. I know. <laughs> we 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 were talking a little bit before, and uh, you know, you know my uh, my busy life there. <laughs> You're a hustler, man. No, absolutely, oh, yeah. workaholic too. And while balance is key, uh, I totally respect that because I am the yeah. same way. Okay, and you mentioned about stepping back in the ring with Rip. Was it like, uh, what did it take it well a, a little while, or did it like, or was it kind of like riding a bike? Um, a bit of both of those things. Uh, it did take a while to sort of adjust back into just bumping again. Um, I mean, you know, I'm pretty athletic, and I've, you know, and I work out, and I've stayed pretty fit, but I'm not bumping, you know, and doing sequences and. So that, uh, I was pretty sore after a lot of our early training sessions um, where we really weren't doing anything. There was times where I would fin- you know, finish the session and we might have just done like chain wrestling, rope work, and some basic bumps. And the next day, I was just destroyed. And I would even think to myself, how the fuck am I going to wrestle a death match? Like, <laughs> well, good lord, man. Like, I'm falling apart. Da, 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 da. Um, but, uh, you know, but, but Rip is, is just so good and we've been friends for so long as well. And so he knows me, um, that he was really great to push me. I was apprehensive on, you know, I also used to do a lot of high flying stuff. And again, while I'm still pretty athletic, I'm not doing backflips, you know, (laughs) sitting in my office editing, you know what I mean? Um, so he was really good at, as he kind of assessed how I was at to push me to try to do some of the old blade stuff. Um, and, and I did, and it, you know, that was, that felt great so that years later I could still kind of do some of that stuff. Um, Dude, you did a Spanish fly. <laughs> we did a Spanish fly, bro, through a light tube door. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking crazy. <laughs> it's, it's... And you know what I'll say about that? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty humble, but I will politely brag and say i had we did not practice that i have not done a spanish fly in over a decade uh i've never done it through a a, a light tube door um and again that's one of those things man where it's just like we just said i we just said let's do it fuck it we did it it's perfect nobody got hurt uh well, a little. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you get cut, like in death matches. When I yeah. say hurt, like I didn't like sever an artery and the match had to stop. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm covered in scars, but whatever. Like it is what it is. But um, yeah, it's uh, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have even thought about attempting something like that if, uh, yeah, if, if Rip hadn't sort of pushed me in the training. So it really felt good. And and then as we got into it, it was kind of like a bike where I was like, okay, I can kind of. I can kind of go. And then, of course, as you get into it, I was like, maybe I should just keep doing this. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't think about that. Like, <laughs> I have to make this movie. I can't think about, like, retraining, you know. And 
And I totally respect. And the guys, you you know, all your friends who are wrestlers, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lifestyle, man. You're you're wrestling. You know, I just talked to Tyler, and he said he did like sixty plus matches last year, yeah. or, or this year, you know. And and uh, and I, you know, Holden Albright, you know, you know, I think he said he had a hundred matches. Yeah. You know, that's that's crazy, and... man. That's every weekend, while still like having a life and having a job, and and uh, and I respect that. It's like. If I'm going to do that wrestling, I have to go all in. I can't like be an actor filmmaker here in Toronto and be an, an indie part-time wrestler because I wouldn't be able to give it the time. Right. But I definitely felt the itch because it is unmatched. I mean, I don't do drugs, but coming back to wrestle in a death match that was good, you know, after wrestling for 10 years, like I've never felt anything. I, I'm assuming... It's why people do heroin or something crazy <laughs> like that, you know. Um, the, yeah, it was, that, it was insane. That adrenaline rush cannot be beat. I can't even, and it's it's absolutely why deathmatch guys do it because there's no money in indie wrestling. You know what I mean? When I was wrestling, I didn't make any money ever. You know, I've made I've made more money sitting on set for a commercial where I don't have any lines. I'm just sitting there than I ever did in my entire year as a pro paid wrestler, you know, but I wasn't doing it for the money. We do it because we love it. Yeah. And people who don't get wrestling don't get that. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely okay. Not. Why are you driving eight hours to yeah. be, throw yourself around for yeah. 10 minutes or whatever? Yeah. 10, 20, what, whatever the match is. Yeah. And you get paid not much. <laughs> whatever yeah yeah and yep. for for up and up and coming wrestling because for the young younger talent you gotta help set up the ring chairs yep. this that yep. the other thing you gotta earn earn your spot yeah 100%. and that's one of the things that i learned from interviewing wrestlers that you just don't you, you just you just don't decide hey one day i'm just gonna be on a show no yep. it's uh oh. and i just want uh just want to ask about uh i'll probably mess mess this name up but uh i i rabes films <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yep. um yeah so i rabes films uh, is my uh production company um it's it was my xbox live username in like 2008 it was just like <laughs> i rabes whatever and then when uh, two years ago, when I was like registering my company with the government, I was just like, okay, I'll just do that uh, because I couldn't think of anything else, and I just needed to put something on paper. And then unfortunately, now it's stuck. So it is my younger self's social media name as my film company. But um, yeah, it's um, I I do a lot of you know paid videography work as well. Um, weddings and corporate videos and music videos and and uh, whatever whatever pretty much everything I've shot it except pornography you know what I mean like <laughs> it's it's so um, yeah so we we needed to do that and then through that as well we've produced um, you know documentaries and short films and um, worked with other filmmakers and actors and writers and created their projects uh, and then through that I've done my own um, films, which has primarily been short films because they're faster to do and cheaper. Um, and so, you know, you need a weekend and you can do like a really cool, um, but at the same time, now that I'm really in the business of, you know, filmmaking and that there's no money in short films. So obviously the next step is to move into feature length films, um, and so that's where we're at now. So Deathmatch Dad will be my first feature film under iRabes Films. Hey, and let's talk a little bit about Deathmatch Dad. I know okay, we're sure. uh, we're talking about the cool spots, and but I did some some reading, and, and the story seems really cool. Could you uh, tell us a, a, a little bit about the uh, plot synopsis? Yeah, what? absolutely. Um, so when we did the short film, I will say the short film. Uh, story-wise has nothing to do with now the feature film um so if you've seen the short film or people you know who see the short film who are like oh i want to see more the feature film while it still deals with family and deathmatch wrestling 
is nothing uh, like the short film. Um, but basically, the story follows uh, a mid-30s wrestler, Blade, who is a deathmatch wrestler, um, not a big name at all. He's like a local deathmatch wrestler, but he's very committed and hungry. Pretty much, he's me, you know, um, uh, wanting to kill himself in front of 10 people because he loves it and thinks it will lead to bigger things. Um, and then he finds out that uh, he has a four-year-old son that he's never met. And that four-year-old kid is kind of presented into his life. And so the story kind of is a coming-of-age story of, you know, having to grow up and learn to be a responsible parent. You have kids, you know, um, you get it, while still trying to manage your life and still wanting to wrestle and be a deathmatch wrestler, um, be an extreme deathmatch wrestler while trying to be a dad and dealing with custody and dealing with, uh, you know, family issues and, um, and yeah, I love deathmatch wrestling and I don't have kids of my own. Um, but my brother uh, has two kids and when my first nephew was born, who actually plays my son in the movie, uh, awesome. he's <laughs> incredible yeah like it's when we did the short that was another thing i didn't even know if he i mean he didn't act he just everything was so natural with me but i didn't even know if he could be on camera if he would be looking and he was incredible he was like so natural so real he'd call me dad he would say all the things oh i love you blade like it was insane and um so when he was born i remember talking with my brother uh you know, just about how we were when we were younger and what Sloan, that's his name, what he would think about what we did. And my brother was like, can you imagine if you were still wrestling, what Sloan would think? And I was like, well, I'd probably be doing death matches like crazy and I wouldn't tell him about it because, you know, what, how, what do I explain that? Like, and then we kind of talked back and forth Um and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Didn't think about it at all. And then two years ago, there was an online competition uh, to make a short film uh, of, you know, three minutes or less for something. And so I made a horror short film. I love horror movies as well. And a lot of the short films that I did are horror movies. Um, very, you know, violent horror movie. Like, I love it. And so we made one uh, in one day. And it was super dope. It came out together. Um, everybody had a great time. The effects were amazing. Like it just it was just all worked out great. And I thought that was so much fun. Why there's no limitation on how many submissions you can submit. It's we still have another week. Let's just make like another day short film. Well, what are we going to do? I had no idea. So I just sat to myself and then I instantly just remembered that conversation with my brother. And I was like, Oh, Let's just make like a sort of slice of life, just day in the life of short about me. And I'll just like be a dad to Sloan and then we'll go to Rip Impact's ring and he can just throw me around and we'll do some spots and then uh, we'll do maybe he'll let me do a light tube or something. And then I'll just be like a deathmatch dad. And I was like, perfect. And so we did it. We shot it in two days. We really didn't have a script. It was just pretty much that. The one day I was just with Sloan and we just went around Hamilton and I just acted like his dad and we filmed it and he was great. And then another day we went to the gym and I trained with uh, Rip for a couple hours and then we just shot just spots. We didn't do a match or anything. The camera was in the ring and it was it was not like I wanted for the feature. We actually did stage things and would make sure they look good. Um, and then when we did the light tube and the deathmatch stunts, you know, we had them all set up because we could only do it once. Uh, and then I'd be all cut up and we can't redo it. Um, and so we did it. And then I edited it and I was like, there's not really a story here, but this is really captivating but it's me right and so i so i sent it to a bunch of my friends and everybody gave me really great feedback um after this podcast please remind me i'll definitely send you the link to it um and i got a lot of really great feedback and then i started doing and a lot of the feedback was uh from non-wrestling fans um a lot of people in the entertainment industry who have no concept of wrestling let alone deathmatch wrestling 
and you know people were like why is he doing this and he must be doing this for his son and oh he's going to the limits to make ends meet for his son where's the mom is she dead what i want to see more like a lot of you know i want to see more um and then we did uh, i started submitting to festivals and we did about a year and a half and we did really well in festivals um we won some awards and um we did really well in la which which got us some attention and um we had met with a producer and a distribution and and they were just like we want to see more um at that point i had already in my mind been like we need to make this into a full-length movie and i need to start training for wrestling again and we're going to put on a real show and we're going to do a crazy death match for the movie and I'm going to get a new camera. Like, I had all these ideas in my head. And then uh, flash forward to, like, probably half a year ago, um, we started pre-production. Then we went to L.A. in September for a festival for the short. And I met an investor there, and we signed a deal. And then I came back, and it was just, like, into pre-production, getting locations, doing casting, uh, writing, we, you know, my writer, my screenwriter, um, and writing partner Daniel, you know, uh, wrote an incredible script, and then I started training with, you know, with Rip and scheduling times, and um, and here we are. Uh, we're we did the show in November, uh, one of two shows uh, that'll be in the movie um, with, as you said, a lot of incredible talent. Um, local talent, which I'm so happy to use because Ontario has a fucking incredible wealth of talent in and all aspects. I'm not just saying that. Look, no, me neither. I just no. want want people to take the two seconds and look up Ontario talent. Like, yeah, I would put most of the top tier Ontario talent against the WWE right now because they're yeah. that talented. They're that talented, and, man. Like. Our guys are that good that they're getting yep. picked up if in Japan. Like yep. Psycho Mike's gone to Japan. Yeah. Warhead went to Mexico. Yeah, People the, the, are the, going yeah, yeah. like in a few years, our talent base is gonna be worldwide. So yep. enjoy them now while you can. Go yep. to the indie shows, yep. see them while you can. Like uh Carter, Carter. Mason. How Carter is Mason, that guy not signed yet? Oh and that's crazy because I trained with him oh, yeah. when he was like an early teenager. <laughs> yeah. It's so, you know, it's great. And it's incredible because, you know, when I stopped wrestling is right when he ramped up. And when I stopped wrestling, I really went into the acting filmmaking world. And so I really didn't focus on the wrestling world, let alone the Ontario wrestling world at all. And so coming back into it and talking to him now and seeing a, how he's like physically developed, and then B, into, you know, he's wrestling on Monday nights. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, and all these, same with Psycho Mike. Like, I never knew him as Psycho Mike. You know what I mean? And same deal. And then it's like, oh, you're like the guy that I used to train with that we would like joke with, and now you're super and and like astonished because these guys are killing it like you said it's we're not just saying it it's um, and i and there's more than just those three they're the oh three my God, that there's every, everybody like man, there's everybody. there's cody yeah. deaner going to impact wrestling one of my personal yeah. favorites who actually mainly main evented ethan ethan ethan's ethan's fight and he went all in behind the scenes to help and yeah. promote yeah. and get tickets and get people there and he gave so much of himself to that cause and yeah. it would just actually all the wrestlers there on 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 that day did from the moment we got the gym to like these guys stuck around for an hour helping awesome. me break down the chairs yeah and making sure Respect. everything's everything's done right and yeah. it was it was crazy just seeing all these guys guys yeah, just uh, falling, it is a real family time. i've never yeah. You know, uh, especially being an outsider, you know, I was very apprehensive. Um, I will admit, I don't think I've ever said this out loud before, um, but I was very apprehensive. You know, as a filmmaker, I know exactly what I want. And as a person, I know myself. And so I know what I can do, what I want to do, but I'm not in the wrestling world. And so I was very nervous to A, see if anyone would even be interested. You know, I'm not a promoter. Uh, I'm not a wrestler anymore. Um, 
but I knew I wanted a good show with the best talent. And I was really scared about being in the main event. Obviously, we had to be in the main event because Movie. we were using panes of glass and bundles of light tubes. And I mean, it's like, and it's like, I'm not going to like force other people to wrestle in non-death matches in that ring. I mean, yes, we have a ring crew in that, but it's like, no, like uh, uh, that'll be the easiest cleanup. And so, you know, it wasn't like an ego thing. But I was nervous. I was like, oh, I don't want people to think, oh, the promoter's putting on his own show, so of course he's in the main event. Like, I had a lot of reservations. Um, and again, not only was everyone so nice and so respectful and so kind and so talented, like, it made everything feel so well. It was such a family environment. The backstage was so... So when you say that everybody stayed and helped you tear down, I totally can see it. Because they probably some of the same people stayed and helped me sweep up glass and put band aids on my back and <laughs> to, you know it it it's like yep. it it's the nicest most respectful none of these people are getting paid to stay and do all this you know it's just like that's what we do because we love it and yeah. I and I felt very very much accepted in a small way you know um, and uh, and yeah I thank everybody that was on the show and the fans that came and everyone. Um, the photographer, everybody, you know, it's a, it's, it's a great environment in Ontario right now as well. It seems. Yeah. Which I have like 2000 pictures of that day, which is great. <laughs> uh, a buddy of mine did the, all the photography work and he actually has a photo of them in the corner talking, talking about it, which is very, very cool. Interesting. But I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I just never did a death match or, or a hardcore thing, a weapons thing ever without at least telling the promoter. Most yeah. of the time, they would ask me, because that was kind of my thing. I'd get booked to just do gimmick matches. Yeah. But it would be like, you know, I'd say, hey, Justin, uh, we have a barbed wire ladder. Like, you're cool with that? You know? And they'd be like, ah, maybe lose the barbed wire. You keep it. Or, yes, amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I never did anything as, like, a surprise. I noticed an, an Indiegogo project to, to help yeah. raise it, raise funds. How exactly does does that does that work? Um, so this is my first time ever doing a crowdfunding uh, platform. I've never done it before. Uh, most of the projects that we've done, we either had private investing or I just produced it on my own money or our team's own money. It's, I think it's very different for everyone who uses it. It's a different experience. I uh, am not solely uh, relying on in a crowdfunding as our budget because... You know, you don't know if you're going to get the full amount you ask for. Um, so it is one of several different money-making uh, fundraising options for this film. Um, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I can say that. A lot of the lead-up, even just making, you know, your campaign on the page, um, it's a lot, you know, because it's like you, you have to write out everything very specifically in a way to attract people you know, who you don't know, and then you have to make a video, um, you know, talking about the project. And while I I know everything about my project, because I'm, you know, making it, I was like, how do I talk about my project? You know what I mean? So that was really difficult and took a while. Um, and then following, you know, reaching out to people. So, you know, not just posting it on social media, but emailing it out um, research, you know, doing mass email lists, going through all your contacts, basically asking people for money. Um, because unlike, you know, the traditional crowdfunding where it's like, I have a device, you don't know who I am, but I made this little USB device that makes total sense. So you're like, I want that. So I'm going to donate. Um, for films, it's different because we don't have any celebrities, we don't have a ton of money. Nobody knows who I am on the bigger picture. Um, so you kind of have to sell it about the, what the movie's about, about the deathmatch, try to get the wrestling community involved, about the family aspect, try to get the regular movie people involved. Um, because, again, people are going to watch this or people that don't know you. So why are we going to give you our money? Um, so, you know, trying to do it like that. And, and we have a publicist and she's fantastic. And so trying to get us, you know, interviews with the press and just to get the word out. So it is a lot of work. Um, 
but it's also really cool and I recommend it to people just know that it is a lot of work if you're going to do it and it's not just you're just putting it out there and asking people for money you are <laughs> of course you are um, but it is also a, a good option and um, yeah it's been it's been cool and uh, I'm very happy to have done it to learn the whole process you know I feel very experienced with it now um, and uh, it's running until the end of December um, so I will plug it right now. You can totally find it. Um, literally, you can just Google Deathmatch Dad Indiegogo. Um, there is a specific link, but it's a whole long, you know, Indiegogo.com backslash da 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 um, So you can literally just Google my name, Ian Rayburn, or you can Google Deathmatch Dad Indiegogo, and it's the first thing that comes up. Um, and you can check all about the film. Read about it, and if you're interested, you can donate. It's going until the end of December. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting experience. Yep. Awesome. And since this has gone, gone way over the time I, I expected, oh, <laughs> which it's sorry, been, dude, no, no, to talk, man. no, yeah. man, it's been, it's been, it's been great. Um, uh, just want to do the Gilmy talks, uh, 10 great. here because I got one actually requested for you, okay. uh, which is kind of a, kind of a cool, but, uh, oh, I uh, just want you, want you to throw out all your uh, socials so so people can uh, can uh, find you. Yeah, okay. you can find me um, at Instagram and uh, on Facebook uh, at my name, which is uh, at Ian Rayburn, I-A-N-R-A-Y-B-U-R-N. Um, you can find my website, ianrayburn.com, which uh, pretty much outlines everything that I'm doing, uh, updates. I update regularly to all that stuff just about where we're at with the movie, where we're at with the wrestling shows, um, other projects that I'm working on, you know, I try to be pretty active with it um, on all those stuff. And now, now for the super, super fun, fun, fun part, the Gilmy Talks Ten. Um, all right, brother, give it to me. All right, first one: cake or pie? Cake. You were the first yeah. one. That, you, 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 you were the first one in like three years to say cake. <laughs> yeah. The thing about it is, I love pies and mm -hmm. my mom bakes and she makes incredible pies um but i am and i have pies all the time and they're delicious and i'm so lucky and blessed but uh i love cake i fucking love ice cream cake oh, yeah. it's my birthday next week and i usually get ice cream cake um and i also really like the like ten dollar Sobeys vanilla frosting kind of bullshit cake. I just love it. So awesome. Man. Yep. All right. Uh, poker or chess? Oh wow. Um, am I allowed to say neither? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You can say any anything you want. Yeah, I enjoy watching both played, especially at a high level. It's really interesting. But uh, personally, I don't play either. No. Okay. Uh, Superman or Spider-Man? Superman. Uh, pants? Always. Pants or shorts? Uh, um, yeah, I would say, I would say both. <laughs> Alright, uh, salty or sweet? Oh, wow. Um, jeez. Ah, both, but I think sweet more. Alright. Uh, yep. this is the one specifically, specifically for you. Okay. Light tubes or barbed wire? Light tubes. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy because they're so unexpected. Like, you, you either nothing could happen or you could sever an artery and bleed out. Uh, yeah. But I love the look of light tubes exploding. Oh, it does. It just with I the, love it with the white mist and it just uh, the there's just one there were one photographer who does all GCW or CZW. He gets yep. those amazing shots, like with a panes of glass breaking in the slow mo. Smashing, yeah. Oh, so it's so crazy. Cool. Um, uh, Jeff from Shooting the Indies, um, who's incredible, came and he got some amazing shots of like light tubes blowing up on our heads. You know, it's just it was it's art, man. It's it's it, as we said earlier, yeah. But I yeah. love light tubes. All right, uh, slippers or barefoot? Uh, slippers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey! These people people send these things in, so I just uh, yeah. 
three meals a day or 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 snacking throughout yeah snacking throughout i'm pretty i can get pretty busy and i forget to eat sometimes which is crazy to think about yeah all right apples or bananas bananas and my favorite one which has created many many dis discussions on the show toilet paper over or under wow um wow well interestingly enough i think in the new year i'm gonna buy a <laughs> so funny i'm looking into buying a bidet <laughs> to actually cut down on toilet paper consumption um uh so once again neither i guess <laughs> i would say no well i would say oh, what's my instinct telling me over over yeah, yeah. uh i just uh, if you put put two eyes above the the toilet paper roll there like just okay. googly eyes you either yeah. have a beard or a mullet so <laughs> <laughs> oh damn yeah i guess you're right that's hilarious oh that's so. clever Oh yeah, so I guess beards are uh, beards are are better than mullets, I guess. Well, you know, I love that facial hair, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah where me, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that baby face. Yeah, I and I can't really grow it, so I look. Oh, awful. okay, that's all right. No, yeah, I just I, like I, I I can grow the goatee, but that's pretty yeah. much it. It's just okay. does not grow in well. That's it. Right. Keeps you young forever. Yeah, sure. Okay. Or, or maybe the moisturizer, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know, man, but you have that baby face for life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Uh, I just want to say thank you very much for coming on Gilmy uh, Talks. Uh, yeah, just, man, of course. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome back. I told you it was a fantastic show there. I just want to say thank you very much for, well, for listening, guys. And I'm going to put a little bit of a blooper reel on the very end if you want to listen, listen to that. Or if you've had enough of me, that's okay uh, too. I just want to say thank you very much for to Ian Raybaron for coming on on the show. It was a fantastic chat. I love talking talking to the guy. And keep keep your eyes peeled for Macabre Professional Wrestling guys, because it's gonna be really really fun to be able to see a wrestling show that you're gonna know is end up in gonna end up in a movie. Once again, if you got a second or two, could you please? Go like, review, five star, give us a rating and review on Apple, Podbean, any of those podcasting apps because they do help more people find the show with the magical iTunes ratings and whatnot there. And just want to say thanks very, very much. Once again, if anyone needs to get a hold of me, check out the Gilmy Talks Facebook page, Justin Gilmet on Facebook, just message me there. Or my email, justinmgilmet at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for listening, guys. Have a fantastic holidays and happy new year. Good morning, good evening, good night. How's everybody doing? Doing? Oh, man, I can't watch myself do this. <laughs> Okay, take take two. This is why 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 I never do never do do anything live. Yeah. Good morning, good evening, good night. Hi guys, this is Justin again, <laughs> aka. <laughs> As we fucking start. God oh, damn that's it. great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I am leaving. I'm I, I, I'm leaving that in. That's great. Um, all right.